0: So we'll kick this off like we always do. Tolong memperkenalkan diri dan memberitahu kami apa yang anda lakukan di Wall Street Journal.
1: Terima kasih banyak, Kate. Saya sangat terkesan.
0: That's our colleague, John Imant, who reports on Indonesia and speaks the language. What he didn't know is that after living there a long time ago, I learned to speak Indonesian, too. I just don't use it much. Betul-betul rusty. Uh, (laughs) It's good. It's good. Indonesia is home to the world's third-largest rainforest, one of the most ecologically diverse places on Earth.
1: There are tigers, there are orangutans, there are elephants, there are rhinos. And then, of course, if you go to the other edge of Indonesia— You have tree kangaroos, and you've got all these different marsupials. So it just just shows you how extensive Indonesia is and how important these rainforests are.
0: But those rainforests are shrinking. According to the nonprofit Global Forest Watch, nearly 20 percent of Indonesia's trees have been cut down since 2000. A big reason for this is the growth of industries like pulp and paper and palm oil. Companies cut down rainforests and establish enormous plantations in their place.
1: You just see it stretching as far as the eye can see, just these rows of a single type of tree. And that's what's been replacing the rainforest to a great extent, to the extent that by 2015, 6% of the entire Indonesian archipelago was filled with this one crop, this, this palm oil.
0: But after years of rainforest destruction, Indonesia has turned a corner. That deforestation is slowing down. The rate of forest loss has halved, and it's now at its lowest in two decades. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Thursday, April 6th. Coming up on the show, Indonesia shows it's possible to tame rainforest destruction. This episode is brought to you by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So create all the stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos you need with Canva. Start with one of the designer-made templates or jump ahead with the power of AI. It's a real time saver and anybody can use it. Whatever department you work in, whatever you need, Canva will help you get it done and make it look fantastic. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more. After decades of deforestation, Indonesia got a wake-up call.
1: In 2015, there were massive forest fires that engulfed large sections of the Indonesian archipelago. Over 3,000 forest fires raged throughout the country.
0: The fires began because of an illegal technique called slash and burn. That's when farmers and farming businesses burn forests to cheaply expand croplands. You can see that the land is on fire. This
1: is carbon-rich soil uh, belching greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. It's now burning underground, deep below, creating this enormous amount of smoke. Entire villages were filled with this toxic haze that then floated internationally to Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand. I think it made it as far as the
0: Philippines. The fires have had a catastrophic effect, blanketing much of Indonesia in a toxic haze that's affected around 40 million people.
1: And it was just a major disaster. And a lot of people in Indonesia considered it a man-made disaster and considered it a consequence of slash-and-burn agriculture, people burning down the forest to plant crops like palm oil.
0: Palm oil is one of Indonesia's biggest exports, and it's widely used around the world, often as cooking oil. In the U.S., it mostly shows up in everyday products,
1: It's in ice cream, it's in pizza dough, it's in uh, candy bars, it's in
0: shampoo. But the farming of palm oil trees can be harmful for the environment.
1: Palm oil grows really well in the same places that rainforests grow really well. So when companies were looking for where to place this extremely lucrative, productive crop, they were looking at rainforest. And starting in the 1980s, it started really ramping up. It was just this sort of rapid, rapid growth.
0: The rapid growth of palm oil plantations has caused significant deforestation, which can make forest fires worse because they burn hotter and faster.
1: The government was making statements about solving it. They started taking it really seriously.
0: Indonesia had just elected a new president, Joko Widodo. And Widodo took on deforestation. And so so he cracked down.
1: And he started issuing orders. Like, he said that if you are a police commander in an area where there are fires, you will be replaced. You know, before that, they might have thought, well, look, I can sort of work with the local plantation company uh, and maybe there will be some benefit to me. But he he was saying actually that he didn't want to see any more fires. And it became much harder to just light fires and, and assume that they weren't going to get caught or assume it wasn't going to get traced to them or assume that the government wasn't going to care.
0: John says that the government followed through with some of these threats. Some police officers were replaced after fires in their districts. Along with a crackdown on local police, the Widodo administration also started going after the palm oil producers, even bringing them to court.
1: There were a a lot of high-profile prosecutions of big plantation companies. They were brought to an Indonesian judicial system that was taking this seriously, in part because, again, of the fires, and was starting to level very serious fines against palm oil companies and even sometimes calling for the imprisonment of folks in the industry.
0: Beyond the Indonesian government, another group was also taking action over the rapid rate of deforestation in the country, Greenpeace.
1: So Greenpeace launched campaigns trying to shame big consumer goods companies that they said were buying palm oil that was linked to deforestation.
0: Greenpeace focused its campaigns on palm oil because of the industry's role in deforestation. It aimed campaigns at international name-brand companies like Nestle, which makes Kit Kat, or Mondelez that makes Oreo, types of companies that use palm oil as an ingredient. And in 2018, Greenpeace saw some success. For instance, Nestle promised to use only responsibly sourced palm oil, and they set up a system to track it.
1: Nestle adopted the system that used satellites to monitor their entire palm oil supply chain so that they had direct access to all the land that they were sourcing palm oil from, and they could know if there was any deforestation nearby. That's just one sign of how seriously these companies started taking it.
0: But to really stop deforestation, environmental activists would have to go to the source. That's coming up. In 2018, Greenpeace published two reports about some of Indonesia's palm oil traders.
1: What they discovered was that even though all these palm oil trading companies had put in place policies in in recent years pledging that they wouldn't do this, that in fact they were purchasing palm oil from a network of companies that was destroying rainforest and claiming not to know about it.
0: One report claimed that one big palm oil company then-named Gama, now called KPN, had contributed to deforestation. Gama
1: controlled plantations all across the archipelago of Indonesia, in Sumatra, in Borneo, in Papua. And uh, some of the plantations that uh, were associated with the company destroyed rainforest.
0: The company is enormous. Its palm oil plantations are about 34 times the size of Manhattan, and they're spread out on several Indonesian islands. After the Greenpeace report, the company was essentially blacklisted from the international palm oil market. They couldn't
1: unload their product. And that is an existential problem for... A company that controls this much palm oil, you know, you, maybe you can find a buyer here and a buyer there, but you need big buyers and you need them to buy a lot. Otherwise, you're going to face trouble. And so suddenly this this massive plantation enterprise is really struggling to to find sufficient buyers on the scale that they need. And yeah, it's causing real problems for the
0: company. And remember, at the same time, the Indonesian government was cracking down on palm oil producers, including Gama. Gama. That, combined with the pressures from the international market, put the company in trouble.
1: This was a turning point because this was the part of the process by which Gama and the companies associated with it and the plantations associated with it stopped resisting and started changing. They realized that it didn't make sense anymore to, to destroy rainforests. Was, that was no longer the best way forward for their business.
0: Gama took steps to reorganize its business and started changing the way it ran its plantations. The company also pledged to follow a stronger sustainability policy.
1: It meant setting up sites in their plantations to sort of monitor for loggers who might come in and, and, and cut down the trees. Um, it meant working with the local government to protect orangutans on remaining rainforests that they hadn't destroyed and they were no longer going to destroy. They, they committed, we will not destroy this rainforest.
0: In 2019, the company said it stopped developing rainforests into new plantations after pressure from the Indonesian government, NGOs, and palm oil buyers.
1: Gama's decision... To adopt a no-deforestation policy and take it seriously and hire people to make sure that the policy was really enforced was a real turning point in the industry because this was one of the largest palm oil companies. And it uh, meant, that, meant that the game was up, essentially, for the big palm oil companies.
0: And what has the impact been of all these changes?
1: The impact has been that deforestation associated with palm oil has just declined dramatically. There is still deforestation in Indonesia. Some part of it comes from palm oil. But whereas palm oil was a major driver of rainforest destruction 10 years ago, it's, it's it's really diminished.
0: Since 2016, the rate of deforestation in Indonesia has fallen every year. Now it's at its lowest level in 20 years. But problems remain. Rainforests are still being cut down. Critics say palm oil producers are finding ways around deforestation commitments. And last year, the European Parliament passed a rule restricting some palm oil imports. What has that meant for palm oil production?
1: Palm oil production has really leveled off in recent years. So it used to be this commodity where, you know, more was coming uh, online every year and you could count on, you know, if you were a Unilever of the world, you could just count on there always being more palm oil. And now you really can't.
0: And will the progress in Indonesia last?
1: That I couldn't say. And there are reasons for optimism. If you think this was a change that was mainly driven by corporations, there's no reason to think the corporations are going to change those policies. But if you think this was a change driven by government emphasis, if you think that was uh, a key driver and there's no question it was, then it really is an open question what's going to happen after uh, 2024 when there's going to be a new president who may not emphasize forest protection as, as much Political will is necessary. Political will is very necessary.
0: Is it a playbook that could be used for other rainforests that are rapidly being deforested? Yes, it's
1: absolutely a playbook. And what it shows is that you need a government that takes this quite seriously, that is willing to spend political capital to punish big and influential Plantations, which is which is not easy, and combined with international efforts, especially by big buyers of commodities, to really crack down on their supply chain and make sure that their supply chain is is not associated with deforesting commodities. And what this suggests is that if those two things can happen at once, uh, it can have a real it can make a real dent in deforestation.
0: all for today, Thursday, April 6th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and the Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. Sampai Besok.